Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, Reg Javier, Deputy Executive Officer, San Bernardino County Economic Development Agency, discusses, can I future-proof my workforce? Good morning. Welcome to Can I Future-Proof My Workforce, where we get for the next 20 minutes to hear from Reg Javier, who is the Deputy Executive Officer of the County of San Bernardino. He's worked at the national, state, and local levels with over 25 years in agencies such as the State of California Employment Development Department, the San Diego Workforce Partnership, the Workforce Investment Board, and the Boston-based Public Consulting Group, where he headed up national and international consulting in workforce development, economic development, and higher education. And Javier is now back with the County of San Bernardino, where he can do his passion for building communities and transforming them. So take it away. Thanks, Jenna. Uh, Good morning, everybody. Uh, So for for those of you who don't know where San Bernardino County is, It's about 30 miles east of here, and um, it's the largest geographic county in the country, 20,000 square miles, 2.1 million residents, and about a, la- a labor force of about 950,000 people. So that's enough about San Bernardino County. Um, as I was preparing for this presentation, I was talking to a colleague of mine from, from Boston, and I was saying, hey, Carol, and and Stephen knows Carol. Uh, Carol, I'm, I want to talk about this, 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 and this. And she says to me, Reg, you have 20 minutes. Get to the point. <laughs> and so I'm going to jump right into what we're going to talk about today, really, is, is really about uh, talent development versus talent acquisition and why that matters to you as as real estate professionals, end users, or even service providers. So one of the things, and, and as I've talked to a lot of, a lot of end users and uh, folks here at Cornet, um, one of the things that, the, the key factors that cause site selection or business success in any region is really around the labor force, uh, whether it's the uh, availability of the labor force or the quality of that labor force. The type of labor force matters. And, it, and from a business perspective, it's does the region have the, the, talent, the, the labor force available and do they have the talent that I need as a business to succeed in that region? So it begins to really, you, you begin to really sort of unpack this notion of Workforce actually really matters as a critical driver of your economy. So in San Bernardino County, we decided that we were going to sort of unpack this a little bit. And we started paying attention to the trends that were affecting the labor force and the labor market in San Bernardino County so that we can begin to drive business growth and business development in our region. So the things that are affecting Uh, labor force and labor markets all across the country, not just San Bernardino, is really first thing is talent availability. Unemployment rates are at their all-time lows in the United States at large. Just a few days ago, California released a study that said that we are at the lowest unemployment rate in the history of California, 4%, all throughout the entire state of California. 5% unemployment rate across the nation for three years in a row, that's a full employment economy. 
basically what that means is everyone who wants a job has a job. Just that simple. 5% is really about the transactions, people moving between one job to the next and all of those things. That's, that's a natural unemployment rate. But that really means that we're beginning to run out of workers. Second thing that's influencing talent, talent and uh, your ability to acquire talent is really about how business is being done. There's so many dynamics in the marketplace today that's causing us all to rethink our business models, how we're doing business, site selectors or anyone who's managing facilities, you're now redesigning facilities because you've got other generations coming, entering into the workforce and they have different expectations of the workforce. You're really literally designing facilities to try and attract talent and retain that talent in your organizations. That's really having an impact in, in, the, in the context of how business is actually being done. You're thinking about co-working space and you're removing silos and things of that nature, right? Technology is also impacting sort of the labor force and, and what's actually happening in the marketplace. We have all been part of the discussion of how technology is having implications and impacts in, in the workplace. We're even talking about the fact that technology is going to, or the rise of robots is going to take away jobs. But the flip side of that is also having, we're also having that discussion around that there 70% of the jobs in the year 2050 that are going to exist don't even exist today. So we're having that flip side of that discussion. So it's all adding up to the skills in the marketplace evolving and changing. So my question to you is really, if skills in the marketplace are evolving and changing and you were you were locating your facilities in a region based on the talent availability and the type of talent in that region today and you know your business model is going to change in the future then how long is that data set good for for you because it's going to change your the requirements of your business are going to change you need to know not what talent is available today, but rather the systems underneath that produce that talent for you, not just today, but for the long haul. So let me show you what that looks like. It's a distinction between talent acquisition and talent development. Talent acquisition is really about acquiring the talent you need today. Production of talent is really about having the talent available to you for the long haul as you begin to continue change. So in San Bernardino County, we have a program that started, it's called Generation Go. It really is the integration of the K-12 uh, system, community colleges, uh, the workforce system and economic development. What, we ha what we're doing is we're taking what's called career pathways and teaching kids much more in a contextualized applied learning environment that snaps directly to the growth of our economy. So our talent production system in San Bernardino County isn't reacting to talent needs in the marketplace. It's driving the marketplace's growth because we're producing talent anticipatory in an anticipatory way. We have kindergartners in our education system right now in San Bernardino County being put on computers and they're learning SolidWorks software. That's an industry standard for um, manufacturers and product design firms, right? They're learning SolidWorks software and they're designing candle holders and printing them on their 3D printers in their classrooms. 
third and fourth graders are, are designing and manufacturing candelariums. They're those wood boxes with a, a design etched on the side. You put a candle in it, light it, and it glows that image. The third and fourth graders are designing and manufacturing those in their classrooms. They're learning about measuring right angles and calculating surface area through applied learning, not out of a textbook. They're building something. There was a school shooting somewhere in the United States and the kids wanted to um, benefit the families of the victims of that school shooting. So they started selling these candelariums online. You log into that website, there's misspelled words all over the place. You know why? There wasn't a single teacher involved in the creation of that website. Now imagine, if you will, for a second, where you would be today, what you would be doing today, if in third or fourth grade you were designing and manufacturing goods and then using e-commerce to sell those goods. You certainly wouldn't be sitting in this room right now listening to my 20-minute speech, right? It gains in sophistication. In their junior year in high school, 100% of these students are being concurrently enrolled in community college. That's changing the game. They're co college students while in high school. They'll graduate high school with a high school diploma, college units, and a certificate or a credential in their career pathway. Here's the thing. Students are walking around their college campuses and walking up to their friends and going, look at my college ID card. I'm a college student right now. And they're proudly displaying that. Some of these kids are coming from family histories that struggle to graduate high school, much less even sniff college. It is forevermore changing the perspective of what these young people are going to achieve in life, the value they bring to society. Everything changes for them. And it's very different. Their perceptions of their future is very different than what they're being raised in today. In their senior year in high school, 100% of all these kids are getting a work experience. Studies show that kids with work experience before leaving high school far outperform their counterparts who didn't have that work experience, both academically and in life. It literally changes the trajectory of a young person's life. The accumulation of wealth, the types of jobs they achieve, whether or not they buy a house, even whether they're promotable, all that changes because of work experience in high school. Now, here's the thing. The early outcomes of these, this program is showing that we're seeing higher graduation rates, higher test scores, uh, lower absenteeism rates. The, the continuation high school, these are kids that didn't make it in traditional high school, continuation high school. The college going rate of the traditional continua continuation high school is almost nil. It's 0.38%. Post this program, the college going rate is 75%. They go to college. Here's the thing though. Our, our businesses in San Bernardino County, they're not just taking on these interns. They're now hiring them and knowing that they're going to go off to college, but they're now creating a bond with these kids and saying, you're real talent. We need you. We want to keep you. Go off to college, work part-time for us, whatever it is, but we want to keep you. They're, they're, the hiring rate is phenomenal. So really what it looks like is the, that we're building this talent pipeline for businesses. So take a look and watch this video. At 
Sorensen Engineering has been in business since 1956, and we are in the business of providing micro technology solutions to our customers. So we don't produce any products of our own, but we make products for our customers. We have about 405 employees here uh, right now. We would like for young people to know that there's a career in manufacturing. And what does that career look like? We have uh, machinists here that are involved in a career that is every bit as fulfilling as, say, an engineer that went to four years of college. We want to show these students that you can build this very successful career in manufacturing. Sorensen Engineering has been working with Generation Go with the County of San Bernardino. Last year, we took three interns. They were here for 120 hours. One of them worked in a high volume, uh, high output manufacturing area. We're adding the work-based portion. The schools are adding more technical to their general education, and it has been working out very well for Sorensen Engineering. The benefit to the youth that come to Sorensen Engineering is that they have an opportunity to see what it is like to work in a manufacturing environment. It may help them uh, figure out what education they would like to continue in. We offer many opportunities for young people to be able to work while they're continuing their education. The benefit to Sorensen Engineering is that we are able to start young with building our future workforce. So some of them may come in right out of high school and work for a few years and love it at Sorensen Engineering and find their passion and then move on to school or they may stay here and continue and continue. And what have we done? We have basically built a great Sorensen Engineering employee for the future. So we, we're here in Anaheim and Disney's right here. We also have a company called Garner Holt Productions in San Bernardino County. Do, do you guys know who Garner Holt Productions is? But if you go to Disneyland, all, they're the largest animatronics manufacturer in the world. So all of the figures that you see that are moving and the robotic figures, that's Garner Holt Productions. They brought on 11 students one year, one summer and hired seven of them after the summer was over. It, it, it's phenomenal. These kids actually add value to the workplace. And so I work for San Bernardino, the county of San Bernardino. And I know this for fact, that there isn't a single kid in San Bernardino County that's in the education system that is sitting at their desk going, oh, I hope one day I get to work for the county of San Bernardino. There is not one single kid dreaming that, but that's part of the problem in, for business at large. Young people don't know certain occupations exist. They think that hospitals are about doctors and nurses. They don't think that they're physical therapists, smart pharmacists, or x-ray techs, and all of those other great occupations. So they don't ever choose those career pathways. Business needs to think about how you begin to expose young people to the, to the occupations that you have in your, in your businesses so that you can start creating a pipeline. So here's what the future for us looks like in terms of a model, and I'm sorry it's hard to read, but really at the, at the end of the day, what I really want you guys to understand is from an economic development perspective and a workforce development perspective, we study what's happening in our region's economy, what, what skills are beginning to emerge, 
and even to the degree that we're predicting where diversification in our economy is going to happen because of the advent of technologies, because of migration patterns, because of all of these things. That understanding of where skills are going in our region is getting fed back to our K-12 education system and they're beginning to embed those skills in contextualized applied learning environments. So, you know, when we talk about a skills gap what that exists, we're literally working in San Bernardino County to mitigate that skills gap. So that's, that's sort of how the ecosystem works. It'll also feed to the community colleges and universities to produce credential, certificate, and degree programs that are relevant to our economy and driving business growth and business success for us. So what you, you can do this anywhere in the entire country. Every region in the country has a workforce development system, a federally funded workforce development system. There's 500 workforce boards all across the country. Every region also has K-12 system. Every region also has community colleges and universities. It's simply our success was because business came to the table and said, we need to solve our talent acquisition issues. And we also need to understand how you're gonna produce talent for us as our business model changes. We're heavy distribution in logistics. Logistics is getting heavily impacted by the advances of technologies, whether it's robotics, drones, driverless cars, whatever it is. And it's changing the makeup of the skills in the marketplace for them. So they're wondering, we're not hiring the regular warehouse worker anymore. We're hiring a very sophisticated, technologically savvy a warehouse worker, which is a different profile. So we need to figure out how to produce that talent. That's why we started doing this. You could do this in literally every region in the country. And uh, am I right on time? I've got two minutes so I can answer any questions. <laughs> if you guys have any. So the question was, Stephen asked the question, how hard was it to get the education system in San Bernardino to align with businesses? Oddly enough, that was actually the easy part. Because in education systems today, they're trying to figure out how to remain relevant to their local region's economy. They're not just educating anymore. They're educating young people so that they can they can succeed in life. Their end goal is the same as business or economic development or workforce systems. So it was simply having the discussion as to how we were going to work together to produce the right type of talent, the right type of education, and increase, increase our student engagement. As I told you, absenteeism went down because of this program for the students. What K-12 system wouldn't want absenteeism and engage, absenteeism to drop and engagement to rise in their students. So it was a simple dialogue and quite frankly, they were already doing some level of mapping to occupations. They, weren't just, they were just doing that in a vacuum and not mapping it to our economy. So we, we closed the loop on that. Any other questions? And I think... Well, I, so the question is, is that a trend, we, a trend we see in a lot of communities? Actually, yes. I would say, say that education systems at large are trying to do better and figure out how to become more relevant. 
Workforce systems are trying to do the same thing. Economic development's trying to grow an entire region, and obviously businesses want to succeed and be a part of the community, right? But the, the thing about it is everybody's trying to do that sort of in a larger fashion, but they're doing it independent of each other. We were just smart enough to be able to connect all the dots together. Okay, with that, thank you guys. Thank you for tuning into What's Next. Have an idea or point of view? Want to record a podcast of your own? Visit cornetglobal.org slash podcast.